0: see free just go to the website 1360khnc.com click the shop Good morning. Welcome to today's program. And okay. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I had to set my uh, volume on my earphones. Sorry about that. And welcome to today's program. Every Sunday from 9 until noon, so I'll be here for three hours. Many of you you may be headed to assembly, but you can get the full three hours on podcast. 1360khnc.com. Without a vision, my people perish. Without a vision, my people drift from me. Without a vision, my people have no no uh. How do I phrase it? They have direction. But the direction may not necessarily be the direction that God has chosen for their lives. So my people drift. They drift away from my counsel, my plan, my purpose. They drift into the world, into the cosmos. They drift into their own personal desires. And this works against God's children. I have... uh, My ministry is to present to God's children that we are in the final years of mankind's history prior to Christ's second coming. In Matthew 16... I should bring it up. I didn't plan to use it, but I'll bring it up just quickly. Um, As I do this, I want to just mention that the children of Israel, their God, their city, their temple, was everything. And... everything was given to the children of Israel as a, you might say, a pledge by their God that they were chosen by God for a purpose. And the Apostle Paul, in, the, in uh, 1 Timothy 1.17, he stated to the children of Israel He presented to them their king. Israel knew that the kingdom in the future would be their kingdom and they would rule from their kingdom. And there would be a king of that kingdom. And so the Apostle Paul, speaking to the churches, in First 1 Timothy 1.17, stated this, Unto the King of eternity, incorruptible and immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Paul presents to the children of Israel that are believers, that have believed into Messiah. The Jews thought that Christ would bring in the kingdom at that time. And Christ didn't give them any indication that the kingdom would be brought in at that time. He, in fact, stated that the kingdom... Was in the future. Now, Paul was saying to the children of Israel that had become believers that I need to introduce to you the king of the coming kingdom. Christ did not bring the kingdom in, he did not usher in the millennial or the kingdom in which Israel was to rule. It was at a future date. But Paul wanted to introduce the king of that kingdom to them at his time because they needed to know who the believers were believing into. And he just said, Unto the king, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God and he presented the king as their God. The I am that I am. All of the names in the Old Testament referring to God. Uh, in the King James, the Lord. And I refer to L, the capital L O R D just to simplify things capital l o r d meaning the god of israel the i am that i am that visited moses that visited abraham isaac and jacob paul says this is the king of the coming kingdom he's eternal he's immortal he's invisible to him the only wise Lord capital L-O-R-D the only wise Elohim be honor and glory forever and ever amen John in the Gospel of John he presents to the children of Israel at the end of his life. He presents Christ in a different way. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. This is... Paul. John is presenting... This Savior that He leaned His head His head upon the Savior's breast He introduces Him in another unique way. From eternity before anything existed before anything was created this God in His eternity in, as His Godhead as the Godhead in our, in our time, we would understand the Godhead as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And God, and John presents Him, In the beginning, before anything, was the Word, meaning Messiah. And the Word was with God, the plurality. The plurality, plurality to that time, the Holy Spirit had not yet been given. And now he's going to present, after Messiah's resurrection, the Godhead in his completeness. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. One. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one God, one Elohim. So this is how John presents Messiah later to the children of God, to the Jewish people and the Gentile people, to the two peoples of God now that now coexist simultaneously. Before Messiah... Israel had all of the promises. After Messiah, now the new adopted family has all is is is, is also brought into the completeness of all that this immortal God is. The completeness So now the new family, Hebrew and Gentile, has the fullness of this immortal God, this invisible God, this eternal God. And he has to be presented to the new family in a different way. Paul presents him. As an eternal, immortal, invisible Elohim. And John, the Word was in the beginning, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Abraham is sitting at his tent in the desert one day, and he looks up, and three people are approaching, coming, and immediately. He runs out to meet them this was the manifestation of the trinity of the triune God of the plurality of all that God is and these three communicate with each other and then even in a conversation they say shall we tell our servant Abraham what we are about to do concerning the coming destruction of Of Sodom and Gomorrah shall we there in discussion the plurality of Almighty God is there walking on the sand walking toward Abraham coming to visit him he's sitting you might say just enjoying the day minding his own business and he looks up and he sees the three three men approaching and immediately he goes to greet them. He doesn't wait for them to come to him. Abraham is a man that is very prosperous in his own in his own world and where, where he was at the time. He's very, he's a, uh, I guess you could say he's a powerful person. But he goes out to meet them, if I remember the story correctly. And they're talking. These three are in discussion. The Godhead is communicating. Shall we tell our servant Abraham what we are about to do? They had to make a decision. The Godhead right now today is also in a discussion. And the Godhead is discussing each one of you. Don't think that you are insignificant. Don't think that you are just here in a casual way, getting by day to day. Your eyes, without vision, you will see yourself uh, as lesser than what God sees you. You need to see, the, see how the Holy Spirit views you. <clears throat> you are a, a potential i use that word, potential. Potentially, you have great significance, but your eyes have to be open. You have to have a vision, a view of yourself in a proper relationship with this triune God, with this Godhead. Individually, it begins individually. Paul, uh, the, uh, the Lord Jesus made his rounds to visit the disciples to call them. He already had a plan and he knew the right time and when to Visit with them and to call them. Like with John and James. Leave the ship. Leave your father's world. Leave the. your father's a very prosperous man. He has a fleet. You guys are going to inherit. You young men are going to inherit all that your father has. But you're going to leave it. And come and follow me. Peter was a great fisherman, but the Lord tells him, you come and follow me and I'm going to make you a fisher of men. We each, in the time in which we live right now, in this time, individually, we are very significant in God's plan, in God's overall objective for the time in which we live. You will realize that as God gives you vision, as God gives you insight into why you were apprehended, the purpose for which you were called. Yes, you were called to receive eternal life, to be saved eternally that your sins will be forgiven, which they are, that you would be baptized in water and your past sins and the power of the past sins, that power would be broken through the waters of baptism. The opportunity for you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit so you can be empowered by the Holy Spirit objectively so that you can fight a battle against forces that you can't see, that you know that are there. The whole church was called to this, but individually, you may be isolated from everyone and you need to and you'll need a, a authority over the powers of darkness. So you were called to eternal life, your sins have been forgiven, but there's more to it than that.) <clears throat> We're the generation, corporate generation of believers. And in this family of God, one of the visions you must see, one, just one, is that in this family of God now presently, starting with Christ's resurrection, there are two children that have been, that are now part of this great eternal plan of God. The family from the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and the children from all of the races in the world. All of the races. All 12 families are involved in this great plan of God of rebirth. Being born again, becoming new creatures, a new creation, different than just what you were born naturally. Now you have a new dimension to you. You are born spiritually, born again spiritually. <coughs> Excuse me. And also, God intended that all of the nations and the races would also be brought into this plan. You see, Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Shem was the godly lineage. But the other two children, Ham and Japheth, also had to be incorporated into this great plan at the end of the, at the end of the world, which started you know you could say 2,000 years ago. All of the races, all of the cultures, all of the, all of the nations have to be brought into the plan that God had. So in this family, you have all of the races, all of the peoples, all of the languages, all of the twelve children of Israel, and there's actually thirteen children, but one of the children has been dismissed from the godly plan that God had for the children of Israel. That tribe was Dan, the tribe of Dan. And that's a a program where simply in the lineage of Dan, Dan would bring in, open the door to witchcraft, and introduce the children of Israel, the other families, to the occult. The children of Dan would have a propensity to serve the devil. And they would have a even a hatred toward their own brothers, to the other tribes. They would have a hatred of all the races, of all the peoples, because they'd opened the door to Lucifer, the tribe of Dan, the cursed lineage. And uh so in the family of god you you personally as the holy spirit brings revelation and reveals himself reveals to you who you are in in him, in him and in his plan god will use that to begin to put a foundation under you, and that foundation will not eventually, it won't be moved. The teachings of Christ we know the scripture, but if you I I can see Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7 And Christ came, and he presented in those three chapters everything that Moses had presented in the Ten Commandments and in the other commandments that were given to the children of Israel. And in those five chapters, Christ condensed it. And each one deals with the involvement of an individual with the world, that surrounds him. It also addresses the heart of each individual and how the teachings of God restrict you subjectively and by restricting you subjectively it protects everyone around you from you and it protects you from everyone around you and the teachings of Christ narrow but very powerful extremely powerful to keep to keep uh, everyone in a in a well basically it 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 keeps you righteous it keeps you holy, it keeps you focused. The world will do just the opposite. It will do everything to make sure that you are not holy, that you're unholy, that you're unrighteous, <clears throat> that you're contaminated with the sins of the world, with the cosmos. Whereas the teachings of Christ keep you from being defiled, ruined, and, and keeps you from the hardships of the kingdom around you that is ruled controlled by the devil now we'll talk about in just a few minutes we'll continue but the podcast for the program 1360KHNC.com 1360KHNC.com to the Olive Tree Ministry program Rick Rodriguez will be back in a few minutes
1: The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts.
2: Hey guys, it's Charlie Joe with Charlie Joe Chai. I went to India, I tasted real chai, I had to share the experience. Over 20 years ago, I was a barista and I went to work with an orphanage, and that's where I first tasted the epiphany of flavor. We are featured in all the Ziggy's coffee shops, and we're also online, charliejoechai.com. The best part is, we're now helping that orphanage in India and rescuing kids from the horrors of human trafficking. Order now using coupon code KHNC for a 10% discount.
1: Anita McAllister here. Medicare open enrollment is over, and it's time to talk about some money-saving solutions to help you with out-of-pocket health care costs you may be exposed to. Need a dental plan? I've got a great one for you. Call me at 970-515-6882. Are you under 65 and self-employed? I also work with Christian-based health shares. These can save an average of 35% over traditional health insurance. 970-515-6882.
3: A lot of radio stations boast about having 2, 3, 4, 500,000 listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer, we have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado, 970 587 5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our Preferred Metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800 951 0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com.
0: Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God on 1360 KHNC. And I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God.
4: Oh, happy day. Oh happy day when Jesus wore Oh when he wore When Jesus wore God showed the
0: So without a vision my people perish and this is An objective of the other world to keep you from seeing, firstly, who you are, where God has placed you, your object, the the purpose God has for you, which is God's responsibility to reveal to those who want to know what. what is the purpose with, with, with you? What is the purpose that God has with you personally? And then, boy, it's complicated. It's deep. Um, I'll have to give you an example. Uh, there were a couple of times in my life where, probably be more than a couple, but the one that's distinct is, I'm in. in uh, my wife and I are living in Las Vegas, Nevada, and she she's working for a small station, a Christian station. I had a program on the station, and uh, one day I I dropped her off, and I we painted on the side. I had time. So I went to one of the, uh, to the north end of the strip, I went to one of the outlet malls, and they have a, like a seven, eight-story parking garage, and I went up about, I think about the fifth floor to park and to pray, and I was looking west over the valley, and uh, as I was, as I was just praying, and I, I, I don't know. I remember the Lord asking me if I was a good student. I give this story repeatedly, but I but it's good for me to rehearse it once again. And the Lord had asked me, are you a good student? Well, I'm going to ask you. Listening, are you a good student? Now before you answer, you have to think about it. Are you... And the Lord gave me the example. The Lord said, Are you a good student? And I believed I was. I assumed I was. But the question got me to think. And the Lord told me, He said, I, I am going to teach you. And I was reading. I was reading Hebrews chapter 7 the story, the account of Melchizedek, the high priest. And the Lord told me that my children, if they want to know me, then they will have a high priest who will teach them everything who I, God the Father, am. And my high priest is my son Jesus Christ. And if you are a good student. My son is going to teach you. Who his father is. And I had to think about it. My son is a perfect teacher. And he came into this world to show the world and to present to the world who his father was. It's in the New Testament, in the Gospels. And if you're a good student, I am going to teach you who this God that you serve is. Who God the Father is but you have to be a good student. And I assumed I was already a good student. But that opened my eyes. And I realized that I have to be to class every day. And when I go to class, I have to be alert. I have to be awake. I can't go half asleep. And then, when I'm in class, I don't want to sit at the back And this is what the Holy Spirit was telling me. You come to class. Don't sit at the back. You'll get distracted. Sit at the front. Get up to the front. And when you're at the front. And you're in class. Pay attention. I. And Christ was telling me. I am the best teacher. Nobody can teach. Anybody. There is no teacher alive that can teach like I can teach. And this is why the disciples used to say, and people would come to Christ and say, Teacher. Because they knew there was no one that was talking about deep things of the spiritual insights of that time like Christ. They called Him Teacher. Are you in this audience Are you a good student? You can assume you are. But if you're not, you need to ask the Lord Jesus. You need to say, Lord Jesus, I want to be the best student. I want to be to class every day. Because every day, Christ has you in a learning curve. Every day. There's no such thing as you going through a day where Christ isn't, hasn't put you in some type of learning experience. This is where the devil will deceive you. In the practical things of life and in spiritual things, eternal. Christ teaches both how to live in this world, how to maneuver, maneuver the difficulties and the minds and the hardships of this life, and also to bring and present to you spiritual truths that are vital for your spiritual health. He wants you to be to class. He wants you to be awake in class. To sit at the front. And he wants you to have the attitude, which I, I, I realized the Lord was saying, and you have to be the best student. You can you can have this type of spirit in your lives. And it will not be destructive. It won't be competitive. It won't be that you are competing with everybody around you. Now I'm going to mention the prophetic world. Here in northern Colorado, there is a prophetic world. There are many prophetic people. That doesn't mean they have been the best students. It just means they're prophetic. It doesn't mean they've been to class every day to learn the deep things of what it means to be prophetic. Doesn't mean that they've been to the front of the class every day paying attention. You can be at the front of the class and be half asleep. You can be at the front of the class and be distracted. Teacher is right there teaching you but you're not learning the lessons so you get to take the class over how many times every one of us has this experience where we take a class and Christ takes us back through that class again <clears throat> pardon me and so i'm sitting i'm sitting in my car and i am i am just like I'm every. I mean, I, I'm looking out over the valley, looking to the uh, to the west. Beautiful hills there, kind of reminds me of the Front Range of Colorado, around Boulder. And then you can see Mount Charleston ahead to the right, to the north. Beautiful, beautiful. I love the desert. But I'm sitting there and I'm paying attention, and the Lord tells me. I, no one can teach like I can teach. No one has the ability to teach my children. I am a perfect teacher. No one can teach my children like I can teach my children. But my children are in, are, aren't are in class. Many are not even in class. They don't care about spiritual things. They don't want to know who God the Father is. They don't want to know who God, Messiah, the Son is and they don't want to know who god the holy spirit is they're content to just get by day to day with a good job nice place to live pizza on friday night with the family saturday night during football season they're casual the lord said I am Melchizedek. I have a relationship with my father. And I came to present my father to my disciples and to the people of that time. I am still presenting my father to my people. I am teacher. I am Melchizedek. No one knows my father like I know my father. No one can expound on who my Father is like I can. The Father and I are one. When you see me, you see the Father. This is what Christ said, and it offended the Jews. You're making yourself equal with God. Well, he didn't come right out and tell them, Well, I am God. The Father and I are one because I am God. I am And then the Lord said, and. Then he went further. To this audience I say, it's not a small thing for you who are born again to have a relationship with the very God of the universe. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It's not a small thing. But because of the power of, of the deceptive spirits that affect your mind. Your mind is dull. Your mind is, is half asleep. Not fully awake. You don't fully comprehend your relationship with this God that is eternally mortal invisible. This God who was in the beginning with God And who was God. This very God is speaking to his people today. A solemn, a solemn word. He's bringing a solemn spirit into. The churches of God. All seven of them. He's bringing in a. A. uh, The spirit of of uh, solemnness of uh, there there's another way I want to phrase it you know if you if you're on the edge of a cliff and like I I've, I've been to the grand canyon and you you start to walk toward the edge of that cliff right there by the visitor center i mean you can look off in the distance and you can see This, the walls on the other side of that valley going down, down, down. As you get closer to the cliff, you can see more and more down deeper, and then you can see the river down below. But there comes a point where you're right on the edge of that cliff. You really hesitate. You don't want to go any closer because you're afraid that people behind you have a tendency to want to fool you, and they'll grab you and just give you a quick little jolt, and you freak out. I have friends that would do that all the time. Really, what you want to do is you want to lay flat on your belly and you want to crawl and then let your head look over that that wall so you can see what's down below. You have to have that kind of a soberness in the time in which we live. God is speaking very clearly to His churches, but the churches are not in class, or they're at the back of the class asleep, or they're they're just not paying attention and they don't really know who is teaching them who their instructor is. Every day, there is no such thing as you going through a day where the Holy Spirit isn't teaching you something new. It's impossible. He's teacher. He's the Holy Spirit. He's with you all the time. David says, even in his sleep, He was being visited by God. Even in his sleep, he's being visited by God. Well, then, finally, I get the understanding, okay, amen, Lord Jesus. You are going to teach me, and I already thought I knew who God the Father was. But he says, I'm Melchizedek. I'm the high priest. Then when he said high priest, then I started thinking, oh, that brings in another dimension. I'm the high priest. I am the priest to all of my priests in my kingdom. On this earth right now, There's a priesthood. We, individually, who have been born again, we have priestly duties. The Levites were the type in the Old Testament. The reality of the priesthood in the Old Testament, the reality is the family of God in the New Testament. We are the priests of God in this world today. Two families, Hebrew, Gentile, both in the royal priesthood. We are priests. It is our duty to bring the God of heaven that we know that we have a revelation of, to bring this God and the experience of and the knowledge and the understanding of this almighty God, eternal, immortal, invisible, to the people around us. Male, female, young, old, doesn't matter. Children. I had a young nephew, seven, seven years old. He was on fire as a seven-year-old child, telling his grandma and grandpa and his mom and dad, and his other brothers and sister or his other brothers about this god and the whole family knew this little guy here all he can talk about is this god of heaven but this jesus this yeshua it's all he can talk about he brought the reality of the god of heaven to this family And it changed the family. And Grandpa, before he died, met the Lord. I'll continue. The podcasts are on 1360 com. You need a teacher.
5: Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up, Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net.
0: Hello, this is Daniel from A&D Design. We stopped by today to let you know that we have kitchen and bathroom cabinets. These are soft-closed, full-overlay cabinets with full-extension rails made of plywood. You can contact us at 303-968-6678, and Cyrus has our website. You can find more information on our website
6: at andcabinetdesign.com. That's andcabinetdesign.com.
7: And again, just call me, 303-968-6678. Insurance. Nobody likes buying it, but everyone needs it. The problem with insurance is if you don't need it, the money is simply gone. Car insurance costs hundreds of dollars a month, and if you don't get into an accident, which most people don't, the money is simply gone. Health insurance costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month, and unless you have a significant health issue, the money is simply gone month after month, year after year. When it comes to life insurance, all companies provide low-cost term insurance for people that acts just like car and health insurance. If you don't need it, the money is gone. At Northwestern Mutual, one of the reasons why we are ranked as the best insurance company in the United States is we offer a variety of low-cost, blended plans that actually allow you to build wealth in the most likely event that you do not need to collect on your life insurance. Finally, an insurance plan that doesn't take your money and can actually build your wealth. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048.
5: Hi, I'm Sina Milanazzo, Telephone Technology Specialist, here with Liberty Communications. We are the local experts for cloud and VoIP telephone systems. If you have a traditional phone system and want to learn more about how VoIP can help your business, then call me. I'll sit down with you and we'll come up with solutions on how to keep you ahead of your competition. Call 720-399-0233 or email info at libertybts.com. VoIP doesn't have to be a four-letter word.
1: The P.E. Gun Show, August 13th and 14th, is at the new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center at the Greeley Ball. This show features daily firearm drawings, CCW classes, food all weekend, and thousands of Second Amendment patriots. Buy, sell, or trade, this show is a great way to spend the day. For info, see peshows.com. Shows.com. That's peshows.com. Shows.com. See you at this show.
0: a song, uh, it's a secular song, but when this song came out, uh, it was a time in my life where I was having a, a very deep experience with the Lord Jesus. Uh, it was a time in my life where I pretty much, uh, there was no way I had a serious uh, health condition And I was not going to recover from it. And uh, one afternoon I realized the Lord asked me a question. If you die, will there be those around to take care of your wife? Will there be those around who would take care of your children? Are there others around that will be able to fulfill your ministry? And my my answer, honestly, to the Lord was no. No. There was something that I did that no one else could do. It was that there was a niche, a purpose that only I could, uh, uh, duties that only I could carry out. And this song was famous right at that time, and I knew that uh, the Lord had told me, "You're not going to live. You're not going to live. You're. It, it, it's over." But I told the Lord, I said, "Well, in that case." My wife and my children and the people in my world that I minister to are going to suffer. So I asked, like the Apostle Paul, there was a time when he wanted to go be with you. But he stated that for the sake of the body, he needed to resume a while longer. And I said, okay, Lord, then I pray what Paul prayed. If I have to be here, then you're the one that's going to have to rescue me. And he did. So this song is not just a secular song to me. This was a great deep period of time in my life where uh, this God that I talked to you about kept me so that I could minister even to this very day and to you today to expound to you This magnificent God. This King eternal. Immortal. Invisible. The only wise God. To Him be honor and glory forever and ever. I'll continue with the second hour. You stay with me. We'll go deeper into the experiences of God. 1360khnc.com for podcasts. Hour two will resume shortly.
3: Due to the responses to our Austrofarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold.
6: I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD, and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now, buy it now.
3: To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click on the shop.
8: Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. Expect more difficult and nasty weather across big areas of Colorado today. Parts of Denver and Aurora got hit with heavy thunderstorms Saturday that caused some minor street flooding. But forecasters look for today's cells to be even stronger. They say as much as one to two inches of rain could fall in less than an hour. On Saturday, high winds even uprooted some trees. And late today into tonight, there's already a flash flood watch in place for the I-25 corridor from New Mexico straight up to Wyoming. That whole central strip of the state could get those heavy storms. Check your local forecast later here on your rmnn station it was a grim traffic crash saturday in the denver area when a motorcyclist was killed on wadsworth boulevard in jefferson county that crash happened near coal mine road and closed parts of wadsworth for hours the jefferson sheriff's offices of the motorcycle apparently slid under a pickup truck and the pickup caught fire the motorcycle driver died at the scene but the driver of the pickup wasn't hurt police said late last night they still weren't completely sure how that wreck happened the state patrol is also now investigating Tomorrow's start of the new school year will be marked with crisis teams of counselors talking to and comforting students at Douglas County's Castleview High School. That comes after a Friday night wreck on I-25 that killed rising seniors Audrey Todd and Colton Bellamy. The two other teens they were driving with were seriously hurt but survived. None of the four were wearing seatbelts as their vehicle was slammed into by another. The 25-year-old suspect, Ricky Avalos Trujillo, is in the Douglas County Jail on suspicion of DUI. Formal charges that are yet to come could include vehicular homicide. In western Colorado's Garfield and Mesa counties, you might notice additional helicopter traffic in the skies in the coming week. XL Energy will be inspecting power lines in hopes of preventing any risk of the lines touching off a wildfire. Those flights will be mostly over Garfield at Glenwood Springs, Newcastle, Silt, and Rifle, but also some farther west in Palisade. In sports, the state's college football squads are getting their camp started. CU and CSU working out throughout the weekend. And in Major League Soccer last night, the Rapids grabbed their eighth win over the Minnesota United 4-3. to three. The Rockies topping the Diamondbacks in Major League Baseball 3-2 in Arizona. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network.
4: Summer is around the corner. Take time to refresh in Wyoming's Carbon County. Drive up and soak in the mineral hot springs. Visit one of their many museums. Take a scenic hike. Horseback ride or bike ride. Enjoy an array of lounging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at WyomingCarbonCounty.com. That's WyomingCarbonCounty.com. Get your West on.
9: What's a surprising way to gain more independence? By giving up the keys. Bypass the outrageous gas prices and discover that life in the passenger seat is comfortable, affordable, stress free, and climate controlled. A modern fleet of in town, door to door, and across state public transit options keep you living independently while maintaining your access to necessary errands and necessary adventure. Learn what you can gain when you give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O L D E R W I S E R dot O R G.
5: Come join us at Civica Academy Charter School in Millican. We are now enrolling for grades 6 through 10. Do you remember when students knew their country was great and they knew why? They stood proudly for the pledge? Remember when they didn't have phones on them and they used the phone at the front office and they cared about their grades and their report cards? Or what about when they took time to get ready and look nice for school and they respected the adults around them and were prepared at graduation to work hard and keep a job? Well, guess what? We're back! Civica! Thank you.
0: Welcome back to the second hour of the <clears throat> Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I'd like to get right into the what I'm going to present for the day, and I forget to uh, introduce myself sometimes. And I don't think it's important, but I do feel that it is important. So it isn't, but it is. And the podcasts for the programs, uh, Monday uh, on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree program, the podcasts are 1360KHNC.com. The mailing address is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, eight zero 80502. I have zip codes everywhere. I use the zip code for the station, my home, my P.O. Box. Again, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado 80502. In the last hour, I was talking to you about Christ as teacher and you as the students. If you want to fail the classes, don't show up in class. And if you do show up in class, sit at the very back so you can watch what's happening in the classroom and you get distracted. And then, if you do go to the front, uh, just be casual and be half awake. And it won't matter what the teacher is presenting to you and what he's trying to teach you you'll have to go through a class again. And we're at the time now in the world where we don't have time to go through classes, class after class again and again. I know someone who went to a prestigious school, Princeton, and he was casual. And he, four years later, he realized he didn't get his degree. And he was told he was going to inherit quite a bit of money. He was told that, well, you want to take your education lightly, well, forget about your inheritance. Well, he took, uh, went to four more years, and he paid attention. Do you want to have to take these classes over and over and over again when you don't have any time? Time is running out. We're at the end of the world. Satan's kingdom is coming to an end. God's children should know that. They don't. The kingdoms of this world presently are now mature. At the time of their full maturement, uh, maturity, when they're totally mature, that is when the time of Lucifer ruling the nations and the kingdoms of this earth and the societies, it will end. It's time-sensitive. The devil doesn't like you and doesn't want you to know that and doesn't want the occult world to know that his kingdom is time-sensitive. There will come a time when it will no longer be in his hands. The world will be in the hands of like I was phrasing in the first hour, First 1 Timothy 1.17. There is a king of a coming kingdom and this king is going to all the nations are going to be put into his hand the kingdoms of this earth will become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ <clears throat> that time is shortly is is just just up the road a ways. which reminds me last week I was uh, I, I was talking about the Four great periods of time starting from the beginning of the tribulation to Christ's return. And I couldn't remember, I I didn't plan for the program and I was a little confused, which very seldom happens. Well, we know that's not true, but there are four distinct periods starting from the day that the tribulation begins. There's period one, period two, period three, period four. I was trying to ex- present these periods of time to you, and I uh, sort of messed up on my timeline. Well, I'm going to present that to you in a short, just shortly. There are four periods of time. Only four periods of time, from the time that the tribulation begins until everything is completely finished and there is no work left to do. Christ will have finished all of his duties and the king, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, is going to be the king over his kingdom, the kingdom of Israel that, that Israel has waited for. They're still waiting for that kingdom. We, who have been brought into the kingdom of heaven, into the kingdom, Christ's kingdom on the earth that began with his resurrection, two families, Hebrew and Gentile, we will come with Christ when he returns to Armageddon to punish the wicked rulers of the world and the armies of the earth. I'm going to finish the testimony I was giving in the first hour. How Christ came to me one day. The Holy Spirit came to me and asked me if I was a good student. And I assumed I was. It was the second time in my life that he's come to me in that, in that way. This was the second time. And he said, I am Melchizedek, I will teach my children who God my Father is, but they have to be good students. And I am Melchizedek. I am the high priest. And my children are priests, but they don't know it. They are to bring me, the Godhead, and the reality of the Godhead, to the people in their micro-world. They bring me to the people just like the priests. The priests of Israel, the Levites. We are the reality of the Levites. All those in the body of Christ in all seven churches. We are the priests. We have a high priest who teaches us. We bring God to man and we bring man to God. And the priests would bring the children of Israel in prayer before their God. We have simply two duties to bring the God that we are in our experience, who we know, who is our Lord, our Savior, who is our King, who is our Teacher. He's everything to us. We bring Him to the people and then through prayer, We present the people to him. So, Melchizedek. Then, I had to consider that for, oh, I don't know, 30 minutes, and I was just praying. And in prayer, I'm rehearsing what I rehearsed to you, but I was in prayer. And then the Lord gave me a thought, which I'm going to give to you. Because this is how God views each one of you. One day, like I had mentioned in the first hour, podcast, 1360khnc.com, the Olive Tree Program, in the first hour, or, or one day Abraham is sitting in his tent and three men are at a distance coming, approaching. Well, this was the Godhead. And in, 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 a, in a, one of the conversations, they, they are in a discussion. And they say, shall we tell our servant Abraham what we're about to do? So these three are visiting. Shall we tell Abraham, our servant, what we're going to do, about to do? We're going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, they did. They did present that to Abraham and Abraham uh, made some requests. Well, if 50, if there are 50 righteous, will you spare Sodom and Gomorrah? Yes. Well, how about 40? How about 20? How about five? Well, there weren't even that many. And the principle is the same today. If there were 50 or 40 or 30 or 20 or 10 or 5, Will God spare the world from the punishment that is going to come? No. Because there will not be enough of the righteous to thwart the judgment that is going to come upon this world. Without a vision, God's people perish. We're at the time of the end. You have to accept it. God's people have to accept that we are at the end of the age, the end of the dispensation, the end of a 6,000 year, the sixth day, a 6,000 year period of time. It will come to an end because of the evil, like the weeds had grown and taken over the garden of God, the earth. This is the garden of God. This is how God views it. And mankind is the most precious Of what is growing in this garden. Well there are two things growing. Grapes. Of wrath. And there is the wheat. With the wheat. Would be the believers. And the. The uh, sheep. The good people of the world. That are not born again. That are not Christian. The judgment is coming. It is not going to be held back. It has to come. The wicked have to be punished. Before the wicked are punished, the church is going to suffer some discipline. Because if God doesn't correct his children, firstly, how is he going to bring punishment to the world? It's a principle that can't be violated. First, the punishment must come to the church the churches to God's children because they're the ones that are unruly they're the ones that, as high priests or as the priests of the of the world they're the ones that are not carrying out their duties but those priests in the world who are carrying out their duties in the family of God these priests that are faithful to God are the most feared thing as it pertains to the kingdom of darkness. The killed children of the world fear the godly priests more than anything. The godly children of God are feared because they know they have no way to be victorious over these priests of God. The children of the world at the time of the apostles, they had to bring in the, the governments to kill these, to, to, to uh, martyr these people. These men were too powerful because they had the Holy Spirit. They were being directed by the Holy Spirit. These men in the early church time and and then, then the believers that were given to Christ there was nothing that could keep them could could hold them back nothing you couldn't restrict them. they turned the world upside down it's what it said. What world the cosmos, Satan's kingdom, They went in and brought so much damage to the kingdom of Satan that it was costing uh, Satan's kingdom in every way. Economically, they were losing their hold upon the societies, their control. At the end of the world, the kingdom of Satan, you look at the world today and the power of the world today. You look at how powerful it is. You can look at the seven churches of God, which are gods, which are, which belong to, to uh, Messiah. They are Messiah's great testimony. And look at the condition of these seven churches in Revelation chapter 1. Then they're expounded on in Revelation 2 and 3. They're presented with their personalities, with their flaws, with their strengths. They're all different personalities, but each one has weaknesses to some degree. Smyrna, not so much, and Philadelphia, not so much. The other four, or the other five, totally out of control. Two of them, one of them stated that this is where Satan's seat is in the world, in Pergamos, Then you talk about Thyatira right next, side by side and you look at the the, uh, deep things of Satan in the Catholic Church. And then you look at the Seventh Church, the young dynamic, young champion of the Seven Brothers and it has the same experience As the Corinthian churches, the Corinthian churches had the best of the world, and the believers in Corinth, they were so worldly that you couldn't tell who was a Christian, who wasn't. Is that kind of a condition here in America? So, I'll finish with the testimony in Las Vegas. So, after I realized what the Lord was telling me, no one can teach my children like I can teach my children. But my children have to be teachable. So, my word is to those that are in this audience, if you are teachable... You will have an advantage in all ways in this life and in the spiritual world. If you are teachable, the teacher will make it a point to come and spend more time instructing you. If you're teachable, uh, where you sit this day, you let's say you could take a take a. Uh, a pen and a piece of paper and just write down, make a mark and be honest with yourself and say well I am uh, in my fervency to God I am at 50%. I'm kind of hot but I'm not too hot. Be honest. If you are a good student and you get to class every day and you're awake and you're paying attention you get up to the front of the class and one, one other thing if you determine, Lord, I'm going to be the class. I'm going to be at the front of the class. I'm going to pay attention, and I am going to be the top. I am going to be the stellar student of this class. If that's your attitude, God will honor that. Now, the you're not competing against anybody else. You're not competing against anyone else in your world. The competition is you are bringing your being into submission to the Holy Spirit. You're not doing this so that you can say, well, I have an advantage over other believers. You don't want to have that attitude. You just want to have the attitude as I'm going to be what God intended that I be, and I am going to excel, I'm going to be the top of the class, and then this is going to happen. This is what will happen, if that's your attitude. So I'm sitting there, in the parking garage, and I have this discussion with the Lord, I have this dialogue, and then I could just sense like with Abraham being visited by the Godhead, shall we tell our servant Abraham what we're about to do? If you have this attitude to be the top of your class, you're going to have a visit by the Holy Spirit. And I promise you already, at that point, the Holy Spirit will begin to have a discussion about you personally, and He will visit you. Because I know that that day when I had my eyes opened and, and when I just had that reality of what the Lord was speaking, I had a sense, I just sensed that the Godhead was making a decision. Okay, this servant, what is the very, very best experience for him where shall we put him what is it where he will be the most profitable that he will be the most useful that where is it that we need to put him so that we can move him forward in his walk and also we can have profit because God is in the you know he's in the business of profit He intends that there's a return with everything that he does. And the Lord, I knew, I knew that the Lord was planning a new classroom for me. Something new. I didn't know what. But about three, four months later, my wife and I met someone who had uh, been raised in an occult family and this person needed to be helped and protected and then i realized this was where god wanted my wife and i to be so that we could assist somebody protect them keep them and they to be to so that they would be delivered out of the occult background of the family and the the uh, church that they'd been affiliated with This is what God will do with you. He'll put you in the right place where you need to be. Now I'm going to explain I'm down at the bottom of the hour. I'm going to explain the four periods of time from the day that the 70th week begins the last seven years the four times simply there's going to be the first half of the tribulation which is season one, the second half of the tribulation, season two. Then after the tribulation is finished, season three will begin, which is a 30-day period of time. And in that 30 days, at the beginning of it, somewhere initially, there will be the resurrection of the body of Christ. And shortly after that, maybe late in that 30-day period, somewhere in there, there will be the judgment of the United States of America. The fourth season is a 45-day period of time. So, briefly, four seasons. The first half of the Tribulation, Season 2, the second half of the Tribulation, Season 3, a 30 day period of time that follows the 7 years season 4 a 45 day period of time and when that 45 days is up at that time all of the work that Messiah has he has work to do he will finish his work so that he can have a Sabbath rest and then the final Sabbath rest The seventh day will begin. But before that Sabbath rest begins, Christ has to finish everything that God the Father has appointed Him to accomplish. He cannot work into that first day of the Millennial Kingdom. His work must be done. There is going to be a Sabbath rest for the nations of the world, and it will come when Christ's work is done. Okay. We'll go into the second half of this hour in a few minutes. The Present Truth, Rick Rodriguez, podcast 1360KHNC.com.
10: Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360KHNC, the roar of the Rockies.
3: It is not because men have made laws that life, liberty, and property exist. On the contrary, it is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat,
1: a law. Hey, folks, The Rev here. When the economy collapses, so will society. Martial law will rule, but the protectors will become the looters and thieves. The future will be merciless. Prepare yourself now. Join The Rev for the best urban survival training available today. Call KHNC 970-587-5003 to reserve a seat now. That's 970-587-5003.
10: What are we going to do tonight?
6: We're going to Spirits Music Hall. That's what we're going to do tonight. Live music, comedy, wrestling, karaoke, and more. Acts that you do not want to miss. All at Spirits Music Hall, located at 1 North Paris Street in Johnstown. Across the street from our radio station, 1360 KHNC, get tickets and see the schedule of events at SpiritsMusicHall.com That's SpiritsMusicHall.com You can also buy tickets at the door during the events. Experience live, local entertainment that you will love. Go to SpiritsMusicHall.com
4: What are we gonna do tonight? Too
0: much stuff to do, you ain't lying Won't you just jump in the ride And see what's
3: on, everybody? The Federal Reserve is in control of our money. But lately, control is the last word you would use to describe the Fed. Emergency rate cuts, huge increases in their balance sheet, the constant blowing of bubbles and boom and bust cycles that just leave most of us busted. I'm Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group, and we have been protecting people's wealth for almost 25 years. Stop playing the Fed's game and get your wealth protected. Call us at 800-951-0592. Or visit our website at allamericangold.com.
1: Tune in Saturday mornings from seven to eight AM right here on Roar the Rockies, 1360 AM for the Gardening with Joey and Holly Radio Show. Get your garden started and growing successfully all summer long. Every Saturday morning from seven to eight AM.
4: Oh a happy day. Oh, day. Oh, day. Amos 3, 3
0: How can two walk together if they're not in agreement? How can two walk together If they don't have the same purpose, walking in the same direction with the same objective. This is the body of Christ today, walking in completely different directions. What is it that is going to bring a a, uh, single purpose to the churches of God? All seven churches... It is this matter that we are at the end of the world. When the churches and the members in these churches, when they realize that we're at the end of the world, when we they realize that we're going into the hard times, they will begin to reconsider the direction, the plans, objectives that they are headed presently with this audience we're at the end of the world at the end of the world God will have his holy prophets his holy apostles revelation chapter 18 there are many in the evangelical churches that don't believe that it's okay let them believe what they want to believe the Bible says that at the end of the world, there will be holy apostles, holy prophets. There will be some holy apostles, not because those who believe they are apostles, who want to be apostles, who have administrative ability, business sense, and they are gifted, they're eloquent, it has nothing to do with anything natural natural ability god can use it but those that are going to be used as apostles must be firstly they must be ordained by god to those positions they do not get to choose where they want to what they want to do So for the apostles of the land who declare themselves and say they are apostles, we'll see. And the Ephesians of the land, the Ephesians of the churches, they will, the ones who really look into the deep meanings of Scripture, the churches, those in the church of Ephesus, they will expose these so-called want to be apostles to show them to prove that they're not. and that prophets ordained everybody in the in the body of Christ we have prophetic ability because we have prophetic ability doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a prophet in the sense of prophet. you just means you have prophetic ability. And to the prophetic prophetic world, world here in northern Colorado. Boulder, Weld, Larimer County. All the people that are prophetic. They're not all walking in the same direction. How can two walk together if they're not in agreement? Moving the same direction with an objective. Prophetic people, they just function. They function. But they have to have the same vision. The Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, these were the pre exile prophets. They call them major prophets which is really uh, not the best way to phrase it, to present it. They are pre-exile, pre-exilic prophets. They prophesied before the children of Israel went into exile. They prophesied about the hardships that were going to come to the children of Israel and why. There are sanctions That God uses with his children. Positive or negative sanctions. These three. These three ministries. Were telling the children of Israel. You are moving. In a direction. Away from God. And because of that. There are going to be negative sanctions. Upon you. Israel. You're going to be cursed. Your harvests aren't going to be plentiful. You're going to get sick. There are going to be just natural conditions with you physically and spiritually and then you're going to continue in your apostasy refusing to follow the God of Israel and you're going to lose your land. You're going to be taken captive. You're going to serve in the nations. You're going to be slaves in other nations. You're going to lose your homes. Everything you have, you're going to lose it. Then you have the post-exilic prophets. Now the children of Israel are in captivity. They're in other nations they've lost their homeland and then you have the other post exile prophet's coming saying okay the punishment the time of punishment is over you've learned your lesson you are seeking to turn return to the god of israel and i am going to restore your land to you you're going to return, you're going to occupy your land again. There were positive sanctions. Today, with the churches of God, there are positive and negative sanctions. And the prophets of the land see how God's children have drifted away from Him and have brought negative sanctions on themselves. In this land, divorce, children that do not serve God, psychological problems, then going to extreme. You have bondage through all of the vices of the land, including the severe vices. Of child molesting, not just fornication, adultery, but it's more severe. Negative sanctions, sickness, not just physical, but spiritual sickness, where you can't even tell if it's day or night. You're so blind. And in the evangelical churches in America, the children of the world, they see the, the uh, hypocrisy. But in the churches, many of God's children don't recognize hypocrisy. They don't care. They just like religion. They don't like reality. They don't want to really know who the Holy Spirit is. If you know the Holy Spirit and you begin to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit His favorite word He has one word in His vocabulary No. That's His favorite word. God's favorite word is no. Because we always drift towards sin we always drift away from God, not toward God. If you're climbing a hill in a vehicle and you put the car in neutral, the momentum will carry you for a little bit. But then eventually the momentum, because of the angle or the, uh, the uh, slope, you're going to start going backwards. The world, we're always moving into the world and the world is an upward climb. And to climb upward to get yourself out of the world, you have to have the Holy Spirit. And the, to a great degree, many of the assemblies, they're not centered on teaching those in the assemblies the reality and how to follow the Spirit. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit leads you into abiding. To living in Christ. To tabernacling in Christ. And this is what the main purpose of the Spirit is. The anointing. Is to keep you abiding. So that. You're growing. To keep you in. The experience. And the safety. Of living in the Spirit. Outside influence is is difficult. You know sinful things they just they may be there they may be trying to attract you but if you're dwelling in Christ no you just you're sheltered the spirit has empowered you with the prophetic people what makes an apostle an apostle an apostle and here is where the, the line uh, of clarity. The apostles, firstly, one thing is the anointing. They had an experience with God through the anointing that was not a common, it, it, it was a, it was a very deep experience Paul said that that I might know Christ and the power of his resurrection. And to the more that you desire to be godly and holy, the more restrictions the Holy Spirit will put upon you. The The Apostle Paul, he had the experience one day at noon where... He was on the road to Damascus and shortly after that he went away from everything. He left and departed and he went alone out into uh, the desert. And it was in the desert where the Holy Spirit began to instruct him on the difference between what he knew naturally in the Things of the law, and the difference between those things in a natural way and the reality of the Holy Spirit. He consciously focused on the anointing to realize, to understand, to, to have the experience of what the anointing was, because he was going to have to function only Daily, under the anointing, under the power of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. This is a quality that God intends that every one of His children have. To be under the influence of the anointing. It is not something that is just... Uh, you, we cannot think that it is insignificant. It is insignificant. It is the most significant aspect of the Christian life. The word of God, prayer, praise, worship, these things, yes, but the anointing, without the anointing, and I can go to uh, Hebrews 4.12. The word of God is living. It is living. It is alive. It is not dead. It has Life power. It has eternal life power. The word of God is living. When you think about John, in the first in the Gospel of John, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. This very life power is in the word of God. When you are applying your human spirit to it the word of god is living is powerful is sharper than a two-edged sword and it is dividing the soul and the spirit your soul and your spirit are so connected that it's, it's just like going into when you go high up into the atmosphere there comes that li- that one little area where you leave earth Earth's, uh, uh, <clears throat> the uh, earth surface or the atmosphere and it actually becomes outer space there's just a almost no way to detect when you've left the atmosphere and you're now in outer space the exact same thing with your spirit and your soul they are so close together that without the word of God, you cannot tell which is the soul, which is the spirit. But once you have the word of God, and once you have had repeated experiences and with the Holy Spirit, you begin to instinctively know what is the spirit and what is the soul. And once you start to drift into the soul, you realize, well, okay, now I'm in the soul. I'm not in the spirit. One of the best ways is when you begin to pray. You can tell when you're praying just naturally. Well, that's good. The words are coming out. They're good words. God is hearing the good words. But the power doesn't begin in prayer until you are in spirit. And you are praying in spirit under the anointing as God leads you to pray. Not just in your mind only, but with your mind and your spirit. When You know the Holy Spirit is directing you. You know the Holy Spirit, what He's saying, what He's revealing to you. And you know when you're praying, if you begin to pray uh, in, a, in, a, in a wrong direction, the Holy Spirit will say, no, no, don't go that way. Come back. This is what I want. You just have that sense. But it's an experience. You have to practice. Like with all things, praying in spirit, you must practice. With the apostles, there was absolutely no, There, there's no debate that they were apostles because they knew the Holy Spirit they could function on, They could function in spirit, and they intentionally did everything as they were led by the Holy Spirit. It was a discipline that they had a, an experience of, and then on top of that, what they were called to do. We're just about done with this hour. Rick Rodriguez, the president, the perfect, no, Olive Tree Ministry.
6: The person calling you has the coronavirus. The person calling you is infected with the coronavirus. Do not pick up. The virus is airborne and will travel through the ether wirelessly from phone to phone, thus infecting your phone. Save yourself and others around you. You will die if you answer this call. Do not pick up or you will be infected with the coronavirus.
9: Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com.
1: Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating, since 2010, painting residential and commercial location. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service, again, 970-978-9565.
0: Prophets, to be successful in northern Colorado, they must walk together in the same direction with the same purpose. The prophetic movement is very disorganized. I know because I have been following what happens in this, these, these counties with the prophetic people. they're not aware of. They're, They're very aware and they're very involved in what they do. But that doesn't mean that they have the counsel of God concerning the time in which we live. So, the other thing is, many of the prophets, they function, but they're not always functioning perfectly in the Holy Spirit. They're slipping Soul to spirit, soul to spirit, back and forth. They haven't been disciplined. They go with the direction that they think is good, but it's not necessarily under the leading of the Holy Spirit. And it's a very religious. Uh, it is. It is a religious company of prophets in this northern Colorado, very influenced by. I don't know how to explain the religion end of it uh, by what the, how they were how they were raised in the churches. They carry the flavor of how they were raised into the present. and it it's difficult to see it's hard for them to realize that they're still affected by how they were raised in, in through their years. Things change. There's a, a new, a completely new direction that God is taking His people. Number one is He is showing them the time in which we live. I was going to talk about Matthew 15. I was going to get to those verses. I didn't. It's where the Lord said there's going to be one sign. It will be the sign of Jonah. The religious world Pharisees and Sadducees said, well, Show us a sign. Show us, prove to us that you're Messiah. And he said, There's only going to be one sign given you. It's the sign of Jonah. Jonah was three days in the belly of the whale. I basically am going to be three days in the belly of the earth. And that will be the big sign to Israel that Messiah has come, died, resurrected from the dead, and now a new kingdom has, is being established. We're in this new kingdom. Okay, Hour 3 coming up, Olive Tree Ministry, 1360KHNC.com for podcast. I'll give contact information at the beginning of the next hour.
6: 1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to
9: 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all-natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC-free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com shop.
3: You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown,
8: Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. It was a stormy Saturday on the Front Range, and the meteorologists say areas along I-25 should prepare for lots more rain and potential flooding today, too. Strong thunderstorms at Denver and Aurora, high winds uprooting trees in several locations. More downpours with one to two inches of rain possible in less than an hour forecast today. A flood watch into tonight's been posted along the I-25 corridor from the Wyoming border to New Mexico, including Fort Collins, the Denver Metro, Colorado Springs, Walsenburg, and Trinidad. Just prior to the start of what was to be their senior year beginning. Tomorrow, two 17-year-old Castleview High School students are now being mourned after their Friday night traffic deaths. It was about midnight when 17-year-olds Andre Todd and Colton Bellamy were killed and two of their friends injured as 25-year-old Ricky Avalos Trujillo's Toyota crashed into the side of their Honda on I-25. Ray Jensen, fellow student and a friend of Audrey and Colton, saw the whole thing from another car.
10: It's absolutely traumatizing and nobody deserves to ever see that. And nobody ever deserves to get a call and have a police officer come to their front door for an accident that wasn't their fault and their children are passed away.
8: CSP is still investigating that crash. Alvaro Los Trujillo has been booked into the Douglas County Jail on suspicion of drunk driving, but formal charges haven't yet been filed. Troopers say they could include vehicular homicide. These days, a lot more patients are coming to Colorado from other states to end their pregnancies. That's creating more strain on the state's providers as they try to help. This spring, the legislature anticipated the Supreme Court's June move that overturned Roe v. Wade, so they enshrined its principles in state law. But now clinics are struggling to keep up with the number of pregnant people streaming into the state seeking abortions. There are still some Coloradoans who want to drastically change the state's tradition of no abortion restrictions to a total ban. The new group, calling itself Colorado Life Initiative, is collecting petition signatures to put a ban on your November ballot. They need 125,000 names by tomorrow. In sports, the Rockies beat the Diamondbacks in Arizona 3-2 last night, seven strong pitching innings from Antonio Sensatella, and home runs from Iljuris Montero and Ryan McMahon.
2: Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold in Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons at so many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers and you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real Steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach. And why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally.
5: This is Crystal with Cruise Planners. We're a full-service travel agency located in Johnstown, Colorado. Give us a call at 970-578-9779 or visit our website at milehighcruiseplanners.com to start planning your next vacation today. By land, air, or sea, we get you there, and all you do is go enjoy. Again, that number is 970-578-9779.
6: Nine seven zero eight hundred thirty six ninety three.
0: Welcome to the third hour of the Today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. The podcasts for these hours are on 1360KHNC.com. And the uh, contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Presenting some thoughts on the prophetic movement. Everything must be done under the anointing, in spirit. Any prophetic move... In this area, or in any area, in this country, in the world, always has to be under has to be done in spirit, under the anointing. It cannot be successful any other way. The move in southern Colorado that finished in about 2005, roughly. The spirit lifted off of that move. Because the men involved in the move of God, or the what was happening in Colorado Springs with James Dobson and the other ministries, eventually they gravitated from working in spirit to working in the soul. They were in competition. Uh, it wasn't uh, any longer a holy or righteous move. It involved money competition, ego, sin. Sin was involved through Ted Haggard. And the vision was not compatible, was in opposition to God's will. A prophetic move always must fit in with the season prophetically that the church is in. We are in the final season of the church age. There is not going to be God is no longer building assemblies, churches. Though they are being built there are men starting new ministries all the time You can build a ship in the middle of a desert. You can build a grand ship, a luxury liner, in the middle of a desert. This is what's happening with many of the churches in northern Colorado that are coming into existence. People that are gifted, qualified. It's a program of, you know... uh. You can build, there are many different ways to build a fire. And you can do whatever with the fire once the fire, you know, once you have fire. But there's no sense in building a fire uh, when it's daytime. You don't need to be warm. Many of the churches are not of God. They're not God's will. For many of these churches here in northern Colorado, it's just continuing the programs of man. I see it. I'm honest about it. People may not like it. People may not see what I see. It's okay. I'm telling you what I see. I'm telling you what the Holy Spirit told me would happen after the move of God in southern Colorado finished. When the Spirit lifted, He told me He would relocate that move to northern Colorado. And He told me He would hide it. Because prophetic people, when they hear of a move of God, they get excited in the soul. They get excited in the flesh. But they never ask God, God, or Lord Jesus, am I going to be Holy Spirit? Am I going to be a part of this move? Are you asking me to be part of this? And if so... I need your counsel, prophetic people, whenever anything new prophetic. I hear, for example, I hear of a church in this area where there are miracles taking place. Boom. Everybody wants to come to see. Jesus is out in the desert. Jesus is out out in the desert. The crowds go to where he is. Jesus is down by the shore, by the lake. All the crowds go to the lake. This is the way, this is just the nature of mankind. Healings are taking place here. Healings are taking place there. Everybody goes. Oh, there's a great move of God in Toronto, Canada. Everybody goes. And then John Arnott, who's I think the one that was the leading pastor of that, he admits, not everything that happened there was the Holy Spirit. There was a lot of the flesh, There was demonic. It wasn't a pure move of God. Then you had what happens in Pensacola, Florida. Same thing. Yes, the Holy Spirit does move, but in any move of the Holy Spirit, it has to be righteous, it has to be holy, and it has to be led by men that have the anointing, that have the Spirit on them so that they can protect what it what God wants to do. In Northern Colorado, God is protecting and hiding what He's doing. There'll be a day when it comes out. It's made evident. But the three counties where they move that was in southern Colorado that departed and the move moved to northern Colorado The move is in three counties. Weld, Larimer, Boulder County. God is hiding it. But already, from all over the country, prophetic people have come to move here to contaminate it before it could even come into existence. This is why God hides it. What's he hide it from? The hypocrisy of the Pharisees, the hypocrisy of the religion, the greatest enemy to Christ was religion. It's still the same today, and many, a people, many people will get offended by hearing this kind of talk. Are all these new churches springing up in northern Colorado? And the Lord told me, religion is going to be the enemy of the new move. Of what I'm going to do. It will be religion. I'm in Las Vegas. And my wife and I are away from the area. For about 10 years. We come back. And just like the Holy Spirit told me in about 2006. You watch religion. Take place in northern Colorado. Once the Lord told me. It would be northern Colorado. He didn't tell me the. Counties until about 2015. But he told me northern Colorado. He said the move. Will be in northern Colorado. And religion. Will be the enemy. And also. The covens. A lot of covens. A lot of witchcraft. And. I come back. I start driving through the area. I go on prayer drives. And I start noticing churches, little assemblies everywhere sprung up. New subdivisions, an assembly or two. Another subdivision, assembly or two. In the Johnstown area, not many assemblies. Now there's a handful of assemblies. Going up to Fort Collins, more assemblies. Going into Loveland, more assemblies. Down into Longmont, I-25, more assemblies. Everywhere assemblies. Why? Because there is a method. There are principles that if followed. You can have a successful church. I have friends. They were part of the vineyards. I'm telling you. A friend of mine knew Wimber. Wimber said, well, you got an opening up in Denver. He starts a vineyard in Denver. Successful. Another friend. A vineyard in Denver, successful. Why? Because there are methods. There are principles. You follow these principles. You say the right things, and you you name your 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 uh, assembly a certain name. Just put the word vineyard on it, and here they come. I knew vineyard pastors. They were good people. Did I think they were called of God? No. You can put anybody, you know, like I use an example in a football, uh, playing football. You can put anybody at center. Anybody can hike the ball. You don't want to put them at the end position. They may not be able to catch anything. But anybody can snap a ball. Are they called of God, these men in these assemblies that have started things? Not necessarily. Just as they have natural talent, and they have money, and they, they are able to get things moving. A lot of them prophetic people. The enemy would be religion. Religion would be the main enemy. And prophetic people would also be, you might say, a detriment to a healthy uh, move because they're prophetic. This is what happened down in Southern California. People that had prophetic abilities, when Dobson moved to Southern Colorado, to Colorado Springs, here they come. From all over the West Coast, all over the country. This was the great plan of God, a great move of God, and God did use it, but it was contaminated. So I'm just telling this audience, I, I, I as I, <clears throat> as I see the the what the Lord is doing, and there's there's. There are things that I see that I can't say anything about. You're thinking, oh yeah, right, right, right. No, I mean it. There are certain things that I just can't say anything about. What the Holy Spirit has planned, what He's doing. Because He told me He would have to hide it. But that doesn't mean He isn't actively working. And the Example is Elijah when he left his post, the angel visits him. Why are you down here? And then in the conversation later, he says, "Well, I'm very jealous for the God of Israel. And these people have torn down the altars, and they've been out of control. And uh, but I'm very zealous. I'm very jealous." And the, and the Lord told, the angel, the Lord told uh, Elijah, I have hidden and I have reserved for myself 7,000 that have not bowed the knee to Baal. There is a company of prophetic people that God is working with, that God has hidden, that people may not know anything about. And God doesn't have to Present them to anybody, but they are there, being trained, learning the anointing, waiting, and that's the hard thing, is waiting. But anybody that's going to be useful to the Lord, they have to learn that principle, that discipline, is vital. Wait on the Lord. Gifted people, the one is the hardest thing for gifted people to do is to wait. They don't want to wait. They're gifted. They want to be on the field. They want to be busy, active. Elijah, uh, just one day, he's on the scene. He'd been trained, Christ, 30 years. And then, on his 30th birthday, I believe, he begins to present himself He had to wait. Everything has to take place in God's timing. And with what is being hidden, it's going to continue to be hidden. But there will be a day. And the principles that I'm presenting to this audience, these principles apply to what God is doing in other areas of this country. This isn't the only move that the Holy Spirit is doing involved in. There are other things God is doing. And I believe he's hiding a lot of what he's doing elsewhere. He's hiding it just like he's hiding it here. Who's he hiding it from? Prophetic people. Because prophetic people have not been trained. They haven't been uh, educated in the things of God. For example, You must operate in spirit. And you must move as the Holy Spirit leads you. Not as your mind or your giftings. Moving that way. And then, I give another example. You can take a hundred men that have been called to the work of Christ 100 people and they don't know each other and you put them together for a month or less and you let them just begin to fellowship amongst themselves and pray together and work together and I'll tell you what will happen you have a hundred a hundred seats in a facility and you have the front row seats and then you have the seats following but hundred a hundred chairs and nobody knows what their position is. Nobody has been given a number. But in rank, as time goes on. Because they're working and operating under the anointing, they will begin to see the rank of those that they're working with. They'll get to begin to see who has the a greater calling and who has a greater anointing. And eventually, people will begin to take their ordained seats. And after a period of time, you will have the person who has the number one position. And you'll have the person that has the position number 100. And in the things and the matters of God, each of these men will know the safest place for them to be is in seat number 76, or 51, or 98, they'll know instinctively, because they've been trained in the things of God, that the seat that has been appointed to them is the safest seat for them to be in. There is no safer seat, because they are positioned perfectly by Christ. God, in in, in the book of Acts, God has placed... The members in his body, every one of them, as it has pleased him, and these men will be content with the seat that they are in, and the competitive nature will be completely uh, under under the conviction of the spirit. They'll be convicted. And they will know that should they leave that ordained position, they are going to be in the sights of the evil one. These principles the prophets need to know, and they don't. They haven't been taught these vital principles in the kingdom of heaven. But the seat that has been appointed they will know. Eventually. They will know. I know this. I've seen it. In ministry. And then with the prophetic people if there's anybody that is in a in anything that they shouldn't be involved in someone will come to that person and and warn them. Brother you're, you're kind of leaving your safety zone. But generally, these type of people, they will, for the most part, be very careful. I have a, a, good, a good example. <clears throat> there is a man, uh, his name is, uh, he used to walk around and pray all over the world Oh, I should have thought. I should have thought of his name before I. I started. Um, I can see his face. Let me think about this. Oh, he used to walk everywhere. He'd walk all over and had a ministry doing that. But he—he. He, I'll think of his name. But he worked with about five or six other men. And they work prophetically, and they work together, and they would go to different parts of the world as God would lead them, and they would always God would always give them visions about something, about an area. And they would always talk, "What area do you feel, brother? I feel this area, or I feel that area." And they would generally all come to the exact same consensus. And they did this for years prophetically. And they had a principle that I think there was five or six or seven of them. The principle was this. The Holy Spirit would be upon one or the other. Whoever had the Spirit upon them, that is the direction they went. It wouldn't always have to be the, the main brother that started the uh, ministry of walking. I can see his name. My gosh, I think you can, I think many of you know who I'm talking about. But they would always work together. But whoever had the Spirit, the others knew. Whoever had the Spirit at a given time, that's who they would follow. This is the way it is in the body of Christ. Whoever has a spirit upon him, that is the person that, at that, in that work, that person will know exactly what. Oh, I almost had his name. I want to say Ted. Um, no. Oh my gosh. The Lord is going to give me the name and you'll know who I'm talking about. I can see his face as clear as day. But the principle is that you will, prophets working together, will just know who the Spirit is upon to accomplish a certain thing. And that's the way it has to be with the prophetic movement. It may be one person that is, overseeing everything, but there will be other people that will have a direction, and take people that direction. During the break, I'm going to call my wife, and I'm going to get the name his name. Oh my goodness, that really it frustrates me. But it was a great example, because this is the way the Holy Spirit is going to work with the people in northern Colorado. And the prophets must function in spirit. There is, there uh, without functioning in spirit, if they don't function in spirit, if they haven't learned that principle, they will be limited in what God allows them to do. So, okay, we're going to finish out 30 more minutes. Rick Rodriguez, Olive Tree Ministry, Podcast 1360KHNC.com We'll be right back.
1: J.D., the Colorado Deplorable here to tell you about Swamp Fight right here on AM 1360 KHNC Radio, Saturdays from noon to one. Join me as we do battle in the D.C. Swamp.
6: Do you own or run a small business and listen to 1360 KHNC? Do your customers have the same beliefs and ideas that you do? Then you should advertise with 1360 KHNC. Call 970-587-5003. Don't be unintelligent. Advertise with 1360 KHNC at 970-587-5003. 1360
3: KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD
5: never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard.
0: bob cambrin here with waterworks all water has impurities clean healthy water without chemicals and other impurities is foundational for a healthy body at waterworks we provide long-term solutions to make your water safe and ideal for as little as 25 dollars per month call or text today bob cambrin 303-888-8891
2: 303-888-8891 neel desperandum never
3: to despair that is the motto for you and me all are not dead and where there's a spark of patriotic fire we will rekindle it samuel adams
4: day. oh a happy day oh happy day oh happy day when jesus war-
0: Okay, I told you I would find out the brother's name, and uh, I could. I, I want to. Pre- I appreciate everybody uh, speaking to their radio, telling me who it was. But I just, I couldn't see your lips. I could have read your lips if I could have seen them. Henry Groover, Henry Groover, and a team of men. They work this way. Prophetically. There is no... Uh, let me rephrase this. Anybody that is prophetic, that operates in the soul, I warn you, you will hurt people, you will hurt yourself, and you can come under a discipline on a negative sanctions of the Lord. If you don't know the Holy Spirit, if you are not functioning under the anointing in spirit, I'm warning you. This is what happened in southern Colorado. Many of the prophetic people, they came, but not under the anointing of the Spirit. They came with their prophetic gifting. And I know that the, I will say this, I'll be honest. The prophetic move in southern Colorado at that time, even though they had been in the prophetic movement, many of them for 30 years, they were still functioning to some degree in the soul. They had not matured. In the Old Testament, the prophets, they functioned under the anointing. The apostles, this was the great ability all of the apostles had. It was the number one strength of the apostles. And this is what made the apostles. They were called firstly, and then God trained them to function in spirit. The two worked together. Firstly, you had to be called. Once you're called, then God sets in motion everything needed to train you to function in spirit. Prophets that don't function in spirit. I've been in in, in places where prophets start making prophecies about certain things, and the minute they start making these prophecies, one way I can tell if they're from the Lord is does it fit in with the timeline and the age that we're in. I heard one prophet. Everybody knows him national and he was telling a young boy one time he says you're going to you're going to see your your children are going to have children and you're going to raise your grandchildren on your knee and then their children are going to have children and I thought no I knew this was a false prophecy because we're at the end of the world and men that talk about In 30 years 40 years they're not speaking in spirit because they don't know the time that we're in the season prophetic people that don't know the season that we're in will speak like this prophetic people that do not see the society and how God arranged societies for our time And they don't see who the countries are and the prophecies over countries like Israel, America, Russia, Iran, Iraq, Egypt. That don't see the prophecies of our time. These prophetic people will prophesy crazy things. The prophets of this age must know the prophecies of the Old Testament pre-Christ, the pre-Christ prophets and Moses. Then they must know post-Christ apostles and what they said about the world to come They knew the prophets and what the prophets pre-Christ spoke about. But the apostles also saw with greater vision what would happen in the next 2,000 years and the prophecies would be directed not so much at Israel. 90% would be directed specifically to the church. Church Church-specific prophecies great apostasy at the end of the world levin so the the prophecies post christ of the apostles and john in the book of revelation chapter 18 of revelation the prophets of the land have been affected by the think thinking of the teachers and the pastors of the land, the teachers and pastors of the land do not know prophetic timetable nor do they know prophetic for the most part or do they know the nations and how the nations fit again into the prophecy at the end of the world now, I cannot walk with people in the prophetic world that don't see the time that we're in, that will believe that, well, we're not at the time of the end yet. We don't know when Christ is returning. I've only have 20 minutes, less than 20 minutes, so I'm going to condense everything. Prophets that don't see America in the Bible have not studied the scripture. America in the Bible. John the Apostle. Two books in the New Test in the Book of Revelation. Revelation chapter seventeen talks about a kingdom and the custodian of that kingdom, Antichrist. Chapter 17. He carries a harlot. This is Antichrist, the harlot being the United States of America and the corporations of America that rule everything. Chapter 18. The same harlot, but the personality presented to God's children in a hidden fashion, in a hidden way, but a personality that cannot be denied, a personality that is consumed by the cosmos, Revelation chapter 18. The cosmos has consumed the society, and the so- society is at war with God, and at war with the holy apostles, the holy prophets, and will be responsible for all that will be slain upon the earth. I mentioned last week that I have brothers that for 30, 40 years I have walked in agreement with these brothers because we all are aware of, I'm hoping that we're not having an alert, an alert. If so, the audience that is listening over the radio will not hear what I'm presenting those on podcast you'll hear what i'm saying but for 40 years i've been able to walk with these these men because we're have the same objective we're on the same path and we know exactly what we are doing but the prophets that do not recognize america are misled and they're not in step with Scripture. We live in in the land of the plume serpent, in the land of the coming abomination of desolation. Now, I'm going to go back to the four seasons at the end of the world starting with the first day of the tribulation. For next three and a half years, the tribulation, season number one. Then you have season number two, which will be the second half of the tribulation. That is season two. So you have season one and two, a seven-year period of time. After that seven-year period of time is complete, you have season three, That will be a 30-day period of time. And in that 30-day period of time, things will have to... America will be destroyed. The rapture will take the the resurrection, one resurrection, the first resurrection, where all the believers are caught up to the judgment seat of Christ, where we are going to be given rewards or we are going to be ushered into outer darkness for a thousand years. The faithful will go into the millennial kingdom into the wedding feast. The unfaithful, the, the uh, foolish virgins will have weeping and gnashing of teeth for a thousand years. They will not be with Christ at the banquet. Then after that 30-day year period of time, you'll have an additional 45 days. That is season number four. In season four, Armageddon takes place in season three, Israel has lost all hope. Israel is, for the most part, going to be extinct, to a degree, and the churches of God, because of the second half of the tribulation and the great martyrdom that will occur, the churches will, for the most part, be extinct also. Uh, next week, I have—I was going to go over a chapter in Isaiah that talks about the church in Israel basically being like someone that has been in the grave and they're barely whispering from the grave because they're so non-existent. The churches of God, because of the great persecution, there will be basically be no church. It will be almost extinct to the point where it would be like whispering coming out of a grave. And the children of Israel because of the severity of the last half of the tribulation. There many are in Petra, but in the nation of Israel, almost all of the people in Israel that are Jewish are going to be almost extinct. And this is when God will breathe life into the body of believers, and His great command will be sent forth. And the great command in Revelation chapter 11. Three words. Come up here. And the resurrection, the first resurrection, will take place. Come up here. In Israel, they will pretty much be non-existent. And then, during that into that 30 day and 45 day period of time Christ is going to prepare himself and is going to incrementally present himself to the children of Israel and it upon full resur- full revelation then in Zechariah it says now he reveals them himself to them as their Messiah. And they will, in some miraculous way, they are going to all realize, and it could be through the great persecution that's going to be on the body of believers internationally, the Jewish people are going to realize, oh, This is the Messiah that we have heard about, we didn't believe in, and it says they are going to weep bitterly, each man weeping bitterly, or each person bitterly by themselves, because then they'll have the full revelation of Messiah which will be wonderful but it says they weep bitterly because they will have realized they've heard about but didn't believe in to Messiah they have missed a great opportunity to ever be born again to have the Messiah indwelling. Living inside of giving them eternal life in an experience for eternity that's different from what they will experience in the book in Revelation, it talks about the new Jerusalem. You have the foundation and you have the walls, and the walls are those built into the wall that were born again, Hebrew. And Gentile that are transparent, that radiate all the glory of God Almighty built upon the foundations of the teaching of Moses and the prophets. This is where we're just about to touch eternity. I tell you prophets that are listening, we're about to touch eternity. But unless we walk together without walking together in the same vision, your prophetic world, you will not bear the fruit that God has ordained you to bear. If you want to walk in the your past and, and what you've learned in the past, It's going to hinder you. The Holy Spirit is saying to the prophets in these three three counties, your discipline, the discipline that you need to focus on is walking in spirit. Walking in spirit. When you pray, praying in spirit, getting the sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, because this is how you're going to have to function. To be effective, you're going to have to function in the anointing. You can have the word in you, the word becomes more powerful if you have the anointing. And what you speak, if you have the anointing and you're functioning fully in the spirit with no contamination of the soul or the flesh, you will be fruitful. This is what the Holy Spirit, I'm prophesying to this audience in northern Colorado. This is what the Holy Spirit is prophesying to those called prophetically and even to the body. You must learn to pray and do everything in spirit. You will have the advantage. You will be profitable. And you, your Christian walk, will become so powerful you won't believe it. But you need to experience it. We'll finish in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez, the, Pre- the Olive Tree Ministry, not Present Truth, Olive Tree Ministry.
6: How would you like some free advertising? Free! Free! Free!
4: Free! Free! Call 970 587
6: 5003. We will put your small business or local company on the half-empty cup of joe for the small business section of the show. Call 970-587-5003, and we'll get your business some free advertising today. Free! Free!
2: Reasons
8: to
6: Own Gold. Reason number 725.
3: After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger, while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800
5: Tactical Civics is a private member organization with a mission to glorify Jesus Christ and organize we the people to enforce the U.S. Constitution. From public school districts to Congress to the U.S. federal courts, those who are supposed to serve the American people now rule us. Tactical Civics focuses on training us to fight back. America needs you. Visit tacticalcivics.com. Again, tacticalcivics.com.
0: Because it's three hours, you're not going to be able to generally sit for three hours. So you'll have the ability through modern technology to go to the podcast on 1360knc.com, and you can listen to a re to what you missed. And there's going to be a lot that you're going to miss, even though you listen to the whole thing. So you can take your time, and hopefully. I'm setting principles that are going to help you. Now, remember, there are four seasons from the first day of the tribulation. Season one is 1,260 days long. Each month we go on Israel's, we go on uh, Moses' time clock, the time clock of the prophets of the end of the world. All prophets will be, all of God's prophets will be on this timeline to be accurate and to know where we sit in time. Each month is 30 days. Every day begins at sundown. The day ends and the day begins at sundown. We're using Moses' prophetic, the the timeline of the prophets, Daniel Ezekiel all of them <clears throat> they use this what I'm presenting to you. three and a half years season one three and a half years season two. at the end of those two seasons season three begins a 30 day year a 30 day or one month period of time. When season three is finished, season four it will be a month and a half period exactly 45 days. That is the final season in mankind's in this timeline of the sixth day of creation of the church age basically of Israel's redemption I'll say Israel's redemption more so. The church age will end in about the first 30 days in that third season and all that Christ was to accomplish as far as The punishment of the wicked and fulfilling all prophecies will be done right at the end of that 45-day period of time. And there's going to be a little bit of time probably following. We don't know the exact day or hour. But it does say that at some point the earth begins to rejoice and the whole earth is at peace. Peace. The Prince of Peace. The Prince of Shalom is about to return. God bless you. God bless you. God bless this audience. God bless you. May God help you to walk in spirit. Next Sunday, Rick Rodriguez, 9 to noon, on the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. God bless you all. Kids, when making those
3: cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes... Don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards, because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet.